Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. It's nice to have all you listeners out there on The Voice of Healing Radio. I'm here in Dallas, Texas at the Reawakening Conventions. And as you know, we're talking to many great people here. I'm here with uh, Owen Schroyer with the InfoWars. And brother, it's good to have you on the show. It's great to be here. The Voice of Healing Radio. I think there's a big future for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there is too. <laughs> Amen. Now, is what the Bible calls the end of days. 6,000 years. Early church believed there would, the Bible would only go 6,000 years before the kingdom would start. So 4,000 years from Adam till Jesus. 2,000 years from Jesus till now, four plus two, 6,000 years or six days, right? And so now we're moving into the kingdom age and what we're watching happening in the governments and the earth and everything is the type and shadow of what's gonna happen in the kingdom crossing over, right? But Alex understood it, he knew it. And I was like, like, dude, okay, are you going to church somewhere or how are you picking this up? Because there's very few guys like me that are putting down the early church stuff. Very few. He was like, you got to come and talk about, you know, I got to quit doing that. I got to quit impersonating him. (laughs) No, it's good. He goes, you got to come and, uh, you know, do a show on the Nephilim because I've studied heavily into the Nephilim. And I told him a story. I mean, he literally, he was shocked. Uh, We had a lady that I, I was called from a friend of mine that was in my church. He worked with her. She sets up banks all over the world. But basically, she was setting up a bank in Turkey. Are uh, setting up a Cherokee bank here, but uh, the the main in investment money was going to come out of Turkey, one of the largest banks in Europe. The vice president she was talking to was a woman, and the woman said to her, "She goes, you're a Christian," and she said, "Yeah." She goes, "Are you a Christian?" She says, "No, I'm the Nephilim." She goes, "What do you mean you're a Nephilim?" She pulls out a card, like a credit card, right? She says, "This is my my Nephilim blood identification card." And then the president of the bank comes down and tells her the same thing. She, the lady said, tell him, show her your card. And so he shows his card, right? So here you have the two owners, uh, well, the owner and the vice president of the bank saying that they're fallen ones, fallen angels, right? And, and he, that's what set him off. He goes, we got to talk to you. We got to talk, right? But the reality of it is, I'm thinking, after that, after talking to her, and she's very legit, you know, she, I mean, I had her come out and talk to the whole church about this situation. So you got to realize that these people are within government. If they're in the banks, yeah. they're also within the government. And that's why these people, and you can almost tell who they are because they show no emotion. There's no, there's no fear. There's no morality. There, it's just plain ugly. You know? Well, look at all the symbolism in Hollywood, right? This, the land of the angels, the land of the yeah. fallen angels, Los Angeles. And you look at all the Satanism that comes out of there and you know what, what they do with the demonic symbolism and their music performances. And so, I mean, it's, the symbolism is real. I think that people are starting to see it now. I, I think that you know, in the 90s and the 2000s, we kind of just figured, well, parents and 
and Christians just figured, well, we're just gonna, you're just gonna accept, accept it. There's nothing I can do about this. I'll try to keep my kids from seeing it. But yeah. it's gotten to such a point now where it's like there's finally a pushback. Hey, I don't want to turn on the TV with my kids in the room and see, uh, you know, a softcore porno strip show sure. with with hip hop artists that are supposedly for kids. No, we're not gonna do that anymore. You know, I don't know if you know who Taryn Manning is. She goes to my church. She did the movie uh, Hustle and Flow. She was the girl that played the prostitute. And she, she's won Emmys. But anyway, she goes to our church. And she was telling me the adrenal chrome, the sacrificing, she said it's all true. Of course it is. When when you, I mean, they, they, they cover it in mainstream news. There was just a study out that came out, I covered it this week, that said the blood of the youth can help stop aging and and re you know replenish or whatever older muscles and it's like okay well does that mean we should take advantage of that of course not but you know people have known that for hundreds if not thousands of years people have yeah. known that and they've obviously been doing it i mean what happens to kidnap children they don't just disappear well something is going on and i uh, what from what i see and uh, talking to a lot of guys that are working on the southern borders right it is crazy like what's coming across the border, what's happening to these kids. Uh, I know our government knows what's going on, and yet they they, they let it happen anyway. I, I think we're coming to a wake-up call here shortly, where once this stuff starts coming out, I mean, I love what you and Alex are doing. I, I love the, 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 the in-your-face media that is saying, you know what, this is true stuff and you really, really need to wake up. Because most, yeah. most people can't believe. I mean, most of your mom and pop family type of, you know, situations, they really can't believe that people are this evil. And, and you wouldn't, until you see it, you still wouldn't believe it. Like I could yeah. say, hey, you know, Joe Biden seems to have some sort of, you know, he likes to touch and sniff kids. You say, that's yeah. ridiculous, you're a conspiracy theorist. So I say, well, Here's about 30, 40 different instances on camera where he's seen sniffing, grabbing kids' genitals. I mean, he does it. Yeah. The guy does it. And I don't know why. We have the we have his daughter's diary that where she talks yeah. about him getting in the shower. It's like, hey, yeah. I get it. These are sordid details nobody wants to hear about, nobody really wants to talk about. But this is what's going on. This is the president of the United States. There's something amiss when, when that individual gets into such a position of power. Look at the Epstein sex trafficking ring. Mm. Covered up by mainstream media for decades. They all knew it was going on. Yeah, they, they said all they knew, knew it was going on. Yeah. And they covered it up. Why? Why would you cover that up? Yeah. Bl whistleblowers coming out saying they had full stories on the it. FBI had it in 96. Yeah, and nothing was done about it. Talking about the FBI, what do you think about the situation where uh, Veritas was basically raided for that diary? What, 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 what do you guys, are, do you, have you heard any reasons why or... You there's any speculation on that? So there's a lot of mystery. What happened was someone had shared the diary originally uh, or offered to share it with Project Veritas, and uh, they, they said no, I think, at first. Mm. And then another journalist got his hands on it. He shared it with, his name was Patrick Halley. He did publish it. Now, after he published it, I believe this was in the summer of 2020. I'm not sure the exact time frame, but I think it was... It was right after they decided Biden was going to be their candidate. And they've started running the media protection. Oh, it's mm -hmm. fake. It doesn't exist. It's not real. Well, I think, if, any, if nothing else, the FBI raid over the diary proves that it's obviously real. Exactly. I mean, otherwise, why would they be raiding Project Veritas? But mm -hmm. from a more dangerous precedent, 
when the FBI is now going after free speech, when the FBI is now taking it upon themselves to attack and censor even or, or arrest journalists, yeah. we got a whole nother problem in this country. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that is, to me, that's the red flag right there. Who, who, who was uh, involved in, in making them go in and, and grab that book, doing that raid, and I mean, you know, when Trump was in office, he couldn't get these guys to do anything, pretty much. And all of a sudden, over a diary, nothing. You have these guys, uh, you know, uh, breaking into their offices and, and, you know, basically taking everything from Veritas. It's, it's just, to me, it's, it's ridiculous. It's night and day. And, and, you know, for so many years, so many Americans are frustrated because it feels like we don't have anybody on our side in the government, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, look at all the corruption that took place before Donald Trump was even inaugurated. Uh, yeah. The spying on him, the fake dossier, it's all been totally confirmed. Yeah. No, no action from the FBI, no action from Congress, no nothing. But here's Project Veritas, which is just as good of undercover journalism gets. I don't know if there's a better example than Project Veritas mm -hmm. with everything that they do to verify these things. I mean, they just go right to the camel's mouth or, or yeah. ass, if you will. They, I mean, they get it. It's like mm -hmm. right there. It can't be denied. And they get raided, but Hillary Clinton can make up dossier claims and pay for them. And then that's used to illegal spy on the president. And we sure. get nothing. Trump gets no no hedge of protection at all. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing to me. I was recently uh, watching the news, and I couldn't believe it, that they were literally bringing children or, or families out of a U.S. base here in southern Texas and flying them to different parts of the country. Yeah. And I, I, was, I, I was just, like, shocked. I, I was like, if Trump ever even tried to do something like that, it, it would have been another impeachment, you know? It, it was just like, I realize now, I, I think, honestly— with what his wife was doing, President Trump's wife uh, was doing with the whole uh, sex trafficking side, I really believe people were terrified of getting caught. And now we can see it's coming out. Big names in Hollywood, big. I mean, you can look at these guys and they're ducking for cover already. Well, and think about how aggressive they are now, too, where maybe, like you said, they were there was a little fear there to try to stop all that sex trafficking when Trump was in office. We did have massive raids in California, in Florida, and other places where dozens of children were rescued from sex trafficking, some of them infants even, uh, in cages, just the worst stuff that you could ever imagine. And now that Trump is out, like you said, I mean, this is aggressive. We're talking about unidentified, unaccompanied minors being put onto airplanes and flown all across this country. Yeah. And, and I mean, we, we were boots on the ground. We covered this multiple times. There, had, there was a lady who had uh, known gang, MS-13 gang-affiliated tattoos all over her body. Santa Muerte, the saint of death, had it all over her body. And she's walking around the airport with, with, with unaccompanied minors, taking them and putting them on an airplane. Who knows where they're going? Who knows who's on the other side of that? They wow. say they're sponsors. Well, they say, oh, they have sponsors waiting for them at the other airport. Well, that could, who could, that could be anybody. Yeah. There was a gentleman that was waiting for his kids. He was, he was an illegal immigrant, I think from Romania. And he came to this one stop in the Del Rio Valley every day. I mean, we were there for one week. We came back a month later for a week. We came back for a month. It was over, over about a three-month span. We were there for, for give or take a month. He was there every day waiting for his kid, waiting for his kid to get off of that bus 
so that he could take them, take them home. Kid, his kid never showed up. Where do you think his kid went? I mean, can you even imagine being that parent? But think no. about how that's so brazen, that's so aggressive. It's almost like they're trying to make up ground for all the ground they lost for the four years when Trump was in office. Now they're like, hey, we gotta get, we gotta get these kids on planes. We gotta fly yeah. them across the nation. We gotta do this. It, it's crazy when I when I see everything that's happening. When I was watching a video of Alex running down a car that wouldn't let it move, where there was kids just being piled in the back of Literally this SUV. Literally just stuffing them in. And the police came over and let them just take them right back into the uh, Catholic diocese. I was shocked. Honestly, first off, kid seats. Right there. Well, that is the law. Yeah. That is the law. (laughs) You're not going to put 10 kids, children, infants in the back of an SUV. It's it's like a hatchback, and they just stuff them into the trunk. I I was like, and the police didn't do anything. I said, this looks so bad. For that de- police department, then you start thinking, oh, my God, they're going to be involved with this stupidity because the reality of it is you just don't let that slide. No. Not, not in this day and age. Want to get plugged into the Voice of Healing? Stream hours of VOH content on any device from home or on the go. Get access to all the teachings and programs that the Voice of Healing is streaming worldwide and be an integral part of what the Lord is doing in the greatest harvest of souls that the world has ever seen. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch. No, and, and sadly, that happened multiple times. And again, the police, you try to bring it to their attention, and it's like they've been told by their higher-ups, I suppose, that, no, your job is to protect this facility and make yeah. sure that their operation is running smoothly. At the very least, it's an illegal immigration pipeline. But sure. when we look at the worst aspects of it, you got a question. I mean, yeah, there are child sex trafficking rings. This is a horrible reality that we deal with. Mm-hmm. Well, where is it being supplied? How is it going down? This would be a very obvious place that something like that would be manifested. We literally, uh, we have seen people within our church in Southern California where their people would literally pull up beside their house, kids playing in the yard, and try to come out and grab the kids. And I mean, it, it. this is not something that isn't going to affect everybody eventually. I think it, it is something that is going to affect a lot more people in the near future if we don't deal with it now. Well, and I believe um, you're, you, you'd be probably correct me, but I, the Bible talks about the innocent, the blood of the innocent. And once, right once, once there's you know enough of the blood of the innocent has been shed that Jesus will come back, I mean, you wonder how bad it's going to have to get. Well, I, you know, I... We have a lot of guys in our church that are special forces, military, Navy SEAL type of guys. And I was talking to them about this whole situation. I said, you know, really, how long would it take to solve this problem? And the response blew me away. Not too long. Yeah, they could do it overnight, really. Uh, it, it, pretty much, that's what they said. They you, said, you, you give yeah. us the tools and you let us roll, and this is a done deal. Not only that, the trafficking of drugs, we can stop it. So it's a fallacy and a false agenda that's being told to us. It's too big. It isn't too big, not by a long shot. And you know what they use? They use political correctness as their barrier of protection, right? So they say, hey, don't don't investigate illegal immigration. You're a racist. Mm. Well, wait a second. This isn't about race. This is this is about, this is about stopping yeah. crime. Is what this is about. But exactly. they have that they have that hedge of political correctness where they can just have all these buzzwords like, oh, racism or homophobic or xenophobic, and they just lob them out there to try to back you off from stopping Mm. crime. Yeah. And it's crazy. You know, if you remember the whole thing about Trump, 
in the cages. The right? kids, the in, kids cages? in cages coming across the border. Where's the media on it now? It, it, exactly. They're piled like, up in there like you've it's never worse. seen. It's worse. It's worse than it's Horrible. ever been. And and uh, I got like pastors. I got people that want me to go down there and start taking pictures and filming this stuff. To they say, won't let you in. Oh, oh hey. I, it, we, it, had, it, we had insiders that were actually in these facilities uh, tell us that these kids, really young kids, prepubescent kids will come in there and, you know, they have to put them all in the kind of the same room area. And yeah. they have some of these areas. They're kind of like little classrooms or little rec areas. And they'll put the kids in there or they'll put them where they sleep. And they'll have prepubescent kids performing sex acts on one another on and on themselves. Now, this wow. is obviously an abnormal thing. Most, most prepubescent kids don't have any, you know, sexuality sure. or tendencies like that. And so what, what, what they believe is happening is these kids are being raped on their way into the facilities. They're being raped by people carrying them in. And then they're basically, once they get in, just reenacting these acts yeah. that have been done to them on others. I was talking to uh, Bianca Garcia, Latinos for Crime. I think for, I saw her here. For, yeah, she's here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Latinos uh, for Trump. And she has story after story. She's, uh, she's been after me to go to the border with her too. Same thing, women literally in, in these big caravans that are coming up from uh, South America, mothers taking their children and sleeping in the woods with them and all night long they hear the kids being raped and all this stuff going on. And she goes, the mother's just crying. This isn't right. This isn't right, you know. And um, we need to understand, we need to wake up to this and start making making our voices heard. Well, remember, Trump was giving a speech when he was the president and he said, I think... He said 33% of women that come across the border illegally get raped on their way through. And wow. I think it was CBS or CBS or somebody did a fact check and they said, oh, that's not true, Donald Trump. It's actually 60%. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. oh you got Trump there. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> you fact check Trump the right way on that deal. So it's just, yeah. everybody knows this stuff. You know, it's one of those things where everybody knows it's going on. And yet there seems to be no leadership or, or nobody in the positions of power that wants to stop it. And like you said, we know it could be stopped. We yeah. know it could be stopped. Well, obviously there's something else going on behind it, which I think is a lot, it's a lot worse than we think or we believe. You probably have more insight into that than I do, Owen. But I, 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 I see for myself and so do many other people, like there's something very ugly going on within our government that doesn't want to deal with this stuff. And and now they just have actually uh, put a new uh, leader over the uh, ice, if you've seen that, yesterday. And this guy was hated uh, in his role. I, I believe he was a, a sheriff in uh, in Arizona. And, and the people didn't want him there. They said he this was something that was his overlooked, overlooking these things, just letting Well, that's the how you get promoted now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is crazy. You know, I, I realized when you came in, I said, I remember this guy. Because I'm don't. i I'm so busy, I don't really get a chance to watch a lot of stuff on in the internet. But I, I did see the picture at the Ranger Stadium <laughs> when you put the flag out there. That's yeah. where I remembered you from. I had to laugh when I seen that. I said, this guy's all right. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. And you know they tried to uh, they tried to intimidate me after that, and they were like, "Oh, we're going to arrest you." And I, I I knew what the rules were, and I knew the law. And they're like, "We're going to arrest you. We're taking your flag." And I was like, "No, you're not taking my flag, and yeah. you definitely can't arrest me." <laughs> and you know you know that some of these, 
I like uh, most cops are good people, but you know, there's a cop every once in a while that likes to power trip and you know flex sure. his muscle on you. And when you know the law, that's like oh, that's like kryptonite to them. Yeah. It's like dang it, I can't take advantage of this guy's ignorance. Anyway, they they let me out of the stadium. Then they tried to tell me after that because uh, it's actually. No, I don't think he was there, uh, my crew member over here. So afterwards, we get out, this is after they remove me from the stadium. Yeah. I unfurl the flag again for a picture and a video, and security guards come over there, you can't do that here, you can't do that here. I'm like, are you insane? I'm not in the stadium anymore. So it just shows, like, they hate any act against their mindset. They hate any, they hate any liberty-loving, God-fearing, you know, American to just do That's any right. act of resistance in the face of their tyranny. So, so when, 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 you, when you unfolded that flag, was there a cheer or was there a boo? It was, it was a little bit of a mix. It's, it, you know, it kind of, the stadium was relatively empty. Yeah. And the section that we were in was almost completely empty. Um, so when we unfurled it, I had a couple camera people stationed and the one that was right below, because people didn't really see it because it was kind of above them. And I think mm -hmm. maybe there was something going on on the field. So they were looking at the field and my one camera was like, oh, what's that, what's that? And then they all kind of <laughs> looked up and uh, I heard mostly cheers. Yeah. Then the security came over, you know, made me take it. And then when I'm when I'm leaving, then people stood up and came to the aisle, and there's like a line of high fives. <laughs> there's like a line of high fives, like, "Hey, man, great job! We all know Trump we, won." We knew it. We yeah, knew it. Yeah. And you could tell there was a couple of the security. I mean, you know, they had the whole team of security for the one guy. It's just any time, you know, they send everybody. You could tell there were a couple of security guards that kind of knew. They were like, "Yeah, I know Trump won." Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, but he's going to try to take your flag. It's like, okay. <laughs> I still got the flag, though. Uh, amen. So, so uh, you know Patrick, uh, Patrick Owen is here, or Patrick Byrne is here. I haven't seen him. I've, man, I've barely, I've gone from that room to this room. I've probably done over an hour of, of interviews, maybe even two. I mean, this is just a fantastic event. Oh, yeah. His guy came and talked to our, uh, one of our producers and said, he was on my show last time out in uh, uh, San Antonio. He wants to come back on, but he his his uh, his uh, his aide is saying he's going to release something big tonight that's going to shock everybody. Here, here. What yeah. time is he supposed to speak? I I want to say it's five o'clock. I think. So uh, I, I just wanted to give you that because it's something you might want to stick around for. Oh, we'll be here. But, but he's saying it, it's going to shock people what, what what he's going to say, and it's it's going to be an eye opener. So and if you if you remember, he was the guy that really exposed Hillary on the play to uh, pay to play. He was the guy that was used with from the CIA that was basically getting the information and and offering her money and she, to take a bribe. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's very, I love talking to the guy. He's, he's one of those guys you want to, you know, he got some great stories. So. Well, and it's just so great, too, with people like Patrick Byrne and Mike Lindell. It's so great to see Americans that have, you know, they've had their own success story, right? Sure. And now they're trying to pay it forward. Now they're trying to say, hey, I've had my success story in America. I want the next American to have their success story, exactly. but I've got to save America so that they can have yeah. their success story. For our kids. That's yeah. right. That's right, Owen. Uh, you see anything coming down the pipeline? I mean, you've been out, you've been watching, talking to people. Obviously, the media, you know, obviously, everybody. I, I talk to Democrats. They, they, are, you wouldn't believe the number of Democrats that tell me they believe Trump won. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, they're like, we're done with it. Patrick Burns, he was uh, on our program last time talking about Maricopa County, what was going to happen. Stuff he said that would come out around Thanksgiving came out. Uh, he gave us a lot of great information about that situation. Also, other states uh, entering into that 
a suit, but he's saying he really believes something's going to have to be done. He don't necessarily believe the election will be overturned, but he does believe something bigger will happen with possibly the re-election of Trump in either 2024 or maybe a interim president. He said, we're crossing boundaries we've never seen before, but something is going to have to be done because the the proof is overwhelming. It can't be denied. And it is right now even going through the court, even, even uh, Bianca uh, Garcia has got a lawsuit that is now going to the grand jury about uh, Latinos' rights being infringed upon in the election. And it's going to go through. So they've already told her it's going to be heard. So th there's a lot of shifting going on right now, but it's crazy. You know, this place is is becoming a hub for information and resources. So. Well, I was going to say, Wendy Rogers is here too. So you know that she's been obviously very involved in what's going on with the election yeah. uh, or the 2020 election in Maricopa County in Arizona. You know, here's what's sad. There, people are going to, ha there has to be punishment for these crimes. I mean, anybody who's exactly. involved in trying to rig elections or getting illegal people to vote or whatever it is, uh, vote harvesting, all that stuff, there has to be punishment. There has to be crime and punishment. I mean, that's the yeah. only way you're gonna stop this. When people get away with it or they just get a little slap on the wrist, they look at it, hey, you know what? The value of me committing this crime outweighs the punishment if there even is one. So we're just gonna keep doing it. You know, that's what's gonna have to change. And I don't want to live in a police state. I don't want to see no. Americans getting hauled yeah. off to jail. That's the last thing I want to see. But you know what? We've reached a point where we got we have to figure out who the real criminals are. It's not the mom and pop that walked into the Capitol on January 6th. Yeah. It's not the mom and pop that go to a Loudoun County school board meeting. You know, sure. those are not the criminals like the media. It's not Kyle Rittenhouse defending his life in Kenosha. Yeah. Those are not the criminals like the media wants us to think. Exactly. No, the real criminals are the ones that want to rig elections, want to cheat, want to censor Americans. Those are the ones that need to be looked at as the bad guys in America, not yeah. the good guys. You know, Patrick was telling me that, uh, he said, did, did you know that Trump basically put about $300 million into Guantanamo? And I said, you know what's crazy you're bringing this up because I seen what he did it. And the first thing I thought was, are we gonna get into another war? Is that what that's all about, right? Massive courtrooms, massive sales for holding. I, have you heard anything about that? Because Patrick seems to, and he's, he was CIA, he might, he might still be. He's saying that's gonna be for bringing these people in and holding, bringing them to justice. I've obviously heard that. I think that's something that, uh, that QAnon posts about a lot. As far as if that's going to be a reality, only time will tell. Seems like a pipe dream. I mean, believe me, I'd love to see the biggest criminals in this country's history. I mean, we need a Nuremberg 2.0. I mean, just look at what's exactly. happened with COVID. I mean, the fact that Anthony Fauci is still walking free, if for nothing else, the perjury, the lying to Congress, at least should be a five-year sentence. Uh, but how about making a virus in a lab that has resulted in the millions of deaths, as he says? And there's more than enough proof I've sat here and talked to lawyers about it. That his, finger, that his fingerprints are all over it. There's no denying it. They've yeah. done, they did interviews. They did C-SPAN events. They're everywhere. Yeah. The documents are out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't get around it. So uh, we're here with uh, Owen Troyer, brother. I mean, I had a really good time talking to you. Thank you. And uh, hopefully one, we're going to get together with Alex and do that show on the Nephilim and everything. But... Man, it's, it's, it's refreshing to talk to somebody that's just about truth. And uh, we definitely want to do things with you in the future. For those of you that are out there listening to us, this is the Voice of Healing Radio. 
We just want to thank you for tuning in and we'll talk to you tomorrow. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.